Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball Overtime, the show after the show. Monday, January 3rd, 2022, recording live from the Yay Studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Kyle left. So, you know, along with me today, I have Justin. Hey. And that's it. I could have just clipped just the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> could have done that. Should have done that. You're right. Uh, that was a good uh, good episode. I liked that. It was, it was a fun time. I was upset with how well you guys were doing. Uh, like the five-second rule? <laughs> the five-second five second violation. violation, yeah. I will say, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like, I, I don't want to say this lightly. I feel like you slightly disrespect my NBA knowledge because of the things I've said. No, I just, uh, I don't disrespect your NBA knowledge. I just think that you... Um, Anyone in those in that position, when it, sometimes when it's something so simple, it's backwards. You know, like yeah. it should be like, oh, I can name anything. You know, in in five seconds. But then you get to a point where it's uh, 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 and then your time's up. You know. Yeah, Kyle said something too. It's it's easy. I think it's easier when you know it's going to be about basketball, a little bit more than when it's just it could be anything. Where so it kind of balances out a little bit. That's probably true. You kind That's of probably true. One track minded a little bit better. Yeah. Um. I good episode overall. So so if you're listening to this, be sure you follow us at yay underscore basketball on Twitter and Instagram. Add me on the ground. And like I said in the uh, Tuesday's episode, we did just start our uh, TikTok account, and we've got uh, some good content on there. Some clips of the show. Some. Uh, you know, basketball-related content, so be sure to follow us there. Uh, subscribe, send to a friend, rate five stars, all that good stuff. Um, I was talking to uh, my mother, actually, about the show, and she said, why don't you guys do ever do, like, a Would You Rather? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, seems like common sense for an overtime. Uh, yeah. So could, I mean, I'm down. No, no, I mean, I was just going to give you a prompt right away. Yeah, I like you know, it. Would you rather have uh, three years of LeBron? Yes. <laughs> three years of LeBron on your team mm-hmm. or uh, 10 years of James Harden. Three years of LeBron. Three years of LeBron. Because I know those three years. I'm, if, obviously, if, right now, probably not. Right, You know what I mean? Right today. But if you're talking overall, those three years I'm going to the finals, way more likely I'm doing that than with James Harden. Mm. Just by virtue of in that one player on your team. Mm-hmm. Does it also, does it matter what roster you have? Like if you let's say am I starting like because I guess the question would then if you want to get in depth with it like am I starting the team and then I get the draft outside of that or do I just have the magic <laughs> right now? Okay, sure, that's your roster is the magic. LeBron, LeBron, yeah, yeah, and, and even LeBron now and for the next three years, by the <laughs> way, because um, they're going to sell the same amount of tickets. If you're looking at it from an owner standpoint, mm-hmm. both of those players will sell the same amount of tickets, mm-hmm. roughly. In Orlando, I mean, sure. I mean, and then, yeah. More probably, but, and, yeah. But, I mean, it's there or there. But who's going to give you the better chance to win with your roster? Mm. I feel like LeBron's shown that. Not mm-hmm. that Harden hasn't won, but he only wins to a certain clip, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. It's a one-trick pony kind of situation. Yeah, I mean, if you're putting Harden, it, it, it benefits LeBron... Either way, I think, because if you put LeBron with a great... If you're saying, okay, now it's a great roster. like It's the Warriors. Okay, you put Harden on that team, they're winning the title. You put LeBron on that team, they're winning, winning the title. title. They're going 82-0 kind of thing. You know, yep. Maybe not 82-0, but they're winning the title. Um, but, yeah, you add Harden to a roster that's, like, bad, and you kind of end up with the Rockets when they traded him. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows that the window's closed. He knows that they're probably not going to win a title, so he ends up moving on. But... um. 
I like that. Hey, just real quick, we'll, we'll get back to some Would You Rathers, but this just popped up into my mind. Um, we were talking about Derrick Rose last week, and uh, I, I'm curious, is Derrick Rose the biggest NBA what-if? Um, I've got some other candidates for you, and I'm curious where you think Derrick Rose ranks. Uh, I think he's up there for sure. I don't know about biggest. Um, literal biggest would probably be, you know. Uh, and when I say what-if, I mean, I mean. Yeah, like what they could have done? Mm-hmm. You mean Odin. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that's, that. That's the name I was going to say. It's Greg Oden, and then my other one is Grant Hill. I think Grant Hill is the biggest. I hear you, but like T-Mac? Yeah. Uh, you see, you're starting that one-on-one league, by the way. We can talk about that in a second. Really? Yeah, it's like, and it's a, got the NBA's blessing kind of a situation. Oh, Lord. Uh, and it's going to be open to anybody who's 18 or older. Whoa. Yeah. So, obviously, they're going to obviously have to weed through a bunch of motherfuckers who think they're really good. Uh, on a blacktop court, and then see what's up. But yeah, he's starting a one-on-one league, which prime T-Mac one-on-one would be crazy. But that's kind of my thing. There's a couple players like that. Uh. Uh, Grant Hill's a big one. Obviously, you know, your Vince Carter's of the world. Mm-hmm. People who just got injured at the right, at the, I guess the wrong time for yeah, their but career like, to go. But Vince Carter still had a good career. Okay, I mean, he what about Porzingis then? He's up there, but he's not on the level of, of, of yeah, Grant like, Hill. What he was doing mm-hmm. was crazy. I mean, he was... He put up numbers that we like. The, the thought was like crazy. The block rate is the most alarming stat. I know I bring that up on the podcast very frequently, but that's because it is it is kind of staggering. He had like a top three block rate of all time mm-hmm. before he got his before he got Mari Stoudemire. Yeah, starts getting injured and then it's game over. But with you were like you were killing before then. You were a Mari fucking Stoudemire. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, but he still had like a, a lot of big moments with the Knicks, though. I feel. You know, uh, no, he did. He had big moments, yeah, but he but wasn't like, he wasn't a Stoudemire of old. Yeah, I feel like he was at his prime better than like uh, either ooh, not either Kevin Love or um, Chris Bosh. Right. When they were both with their original teams, the Timberwolves and mm-hmm. the Raptors, mm-hmm. they were putting up crazy numbers. But Stat was doing that before they even thought of doing that, obviously, because he was there first. But he was doing it better. And he was, like, actually winning games. Now, he had a teammate. He had a Robin. I guess Batman or Robin. We just pick one. Yeah. Whoever's more important to that team. Yeah. But. Uh, I, think it's, I, 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 I think it's I think it's either Grant Hill, Greg Oden, or, or Derek Rose. The only reason I don't know if I'm going to take. I put the other two above Oden is because he didn't do anything. Ever. Yeah. So, like, realistically, we don't know. And would you then. If we're going to talk about Odin, are we going to talk about Zion? That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. We're on the same wave. I was mm-hmm. just about to say, how soon till we put Zion in this conversation? I already do. I already, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so. Yeah. I think we're past the point where it really can happen because I think the pressure is too much now. Mm. And so now I don't think we're talking about an ability and a weight situation. You're going to start talking about a mental, a, like, a, like want to. Mark like Fultz kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like the he gets the yips in the games. That's terrible. That's tough. That sucks. But also... I, I I don't know. He's he's one of those guys that, you know, these players come along and people just decide that they're great in college or high school mm-hmm. for his, you know, in his case. And they say, like, oh, he's the number one, he's the number one, and then everybody's tuning in. You know, March Madness to watch him play um, for Duke, and he gets injured there. And yeah. I think he had an injury in high school as well. Like, he, yeah. he's always been at least dealing with something, and I'm sure that's just the way he's built, but he's such a fucking physical freak when it comes to athleticism. So, 
I don't know, man. Zion makes me nervous. Like I, I really don't know. Yeah, I know Kyle gave him. Uh, Kyle gave this guy a shout out a couple weeks ago. But Joseph Bachman, man, he was early on the train for uh, for Zion's never gonna never gonna be healthy, and and that might that might be true. I mean, I just think it's uh, anytime you tell me because the big kind of the big story was like, oh, his what was it his dad or his uncle? It was like, oh, we're gonna get you out of New Orleans or whatever, and mm-hmm. get you in a different market. Anytime you tell me that, I'm out. I think it's over. That's why you think about and when I, we heard about Kawhi. And yeah, I, I was about to say. The difference whenever, mm-hmm. like, oh, there's some random dude involved. You go, okay, no, I'm over it then. Whatever it is, I just don't think it's going to work out. Because right. it just doesn't have a history of doing that. The only kind of history, it kind of, the one that does work, and it's not a family relative, it's Rich Paul. It's the one where, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. You made a business deal and da-da-da-da. But other than that, it just generally doesn't work out like that. So how long, so, okay, first question, does Zion play this year? No. Does do we write him off? So let's say that this that he has yet another setback, another injury on mm-hmm. on the road to recovery somewhere in the off season. You know, obviously ho- not hoping for this. Yeah. But I'm just at this point. What else have we seen that's that's been evident of of it? Let's say that he enters next season still unhealthy and finishes next year playing, but not playing great, or or maybe he's not playing much or not at all mm-hmm. or whatever. At the end of next year, which would be technically his third season, do you call it? Um, I'm already calling it. I don't think he ever makes an All Star game. And to me, that's Oof. crazy. Didn't he already? About? No. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did. Pretty sure he as did. a rookie. No, his second year. I thought yeah. you just said next year's his third year. Oh, so next year would be it. Because uh, he because right. who won Rookie of the Year last year? Yeah, he's an All Star in 2021. Oh, he was. He made the All Star team last okay. year. Well, then I don't think he makes another one. No, I I probably agree with that. Like I just I just think it's over. I don't, and I think we're gonna look back at it and go, that was a terrible thought to think that he should have gone number one. But we we hindsight that. Like at the time, it made sense. You know what I mean? It made sense for New Orleans to take. You know what I mean? All that kind of shit. So I don't think it was a bad choice in the moment. I think historically it's a bad choice. Yeah. I think those are different kind of, we can't kill somebody for making the right choice at the time that didn't work out. Yeah. No, I mean, he was the, I feel like he was the clear-cut number one overall pick that mm-hmm. year. Who else went in his draft? R.J. Barrett. Oof. Ja. 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 You really could ja. I, I thought R.J. was going to be the best of them. I really did. I thought ja, I thought R.J. was going to be something crazy. Mm-hmm. I thought more than R.J., though. And and you can ask anybody in our fantasy league. Yeah, I traded away Zach Levine in a first round pick to Kyle for John Morant. Yeah, and I stand by that still. And if anything, oh, yeah. obviously right now his stock is high, but Ja man, yeah. I you know I make I make the joke that Grizzlies are my lifelong favorite team. That's just because I got in on Ja early day one pre draft. Yeah. I was like, this kid has it. Yeah, I don't know what it was about him. I just saw enough highlights that I was like, this guy is going to be an issue in the NBA. And He's so crazy. far. He's been a fucking issue. That's not to say Levine's bad, by the way, because Levine's falling no, no. right now. But Levine's I mean, amazing. He's not on the same. I don't think he's at the same level as Jaw. Not um, right now. I think Jaw's better than him now, especially and, not with Demar going. Yeah, the way he's and going. will continue to be better than him, even without if you take Demar off the team, right? Like, mm. I'm just saying, like if he had room to do things, I still think Jaw will continue to outpace him going forward. Yeah, but I mean, Zach Levine has a. Um, Zach Levine has had a tougher road in his in the early stages of his career than Jaw has because Jaw yeah. was drafted to a team that already had Jalen, uh, uh, excuse me, um, Triple J. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, just a just a 
bunch of good young players who are hungry and a and a franchise that is ready for that. Yeah. Whereas when he gets traded, when he gets drafted, when Levine gets drafted to the Bulls, excuse me, the Wolves, uh-huh. you know, they have Cat. Yep. Uh, they didn't really know what they were doing. They, they just mm-hmm. it, they couldn't piece it together. Like I see very similar paths for Anthony Day, excuse me, Anthony Edwards and Zach Levine that um, that they're experiencing. But on the flip side, I see John ja Morant in a league of like a Trey Young who yeah. makes the conference finals, yeah. who or or like a you know obviously not similar play style, just a quick comp. Steph Curry, somebody yeah. who's gonna get who is drafted to a team who has good pieces. Mm-hmm. That's ready to build and compete. Yeah, um, we forget the Warriors before Steph and before they kind of had their run. They were nothing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The Grizzlies haven't been nothing, but they're not anything really. Yeah, like they had a couple good seasons with Gasol and Randolph, and that was really it. No one really took them seriously to win a title. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a good comp as far as like uh, an organizational kind of standpoint goes. Yeah, um, I don't think either of us think that the Grizzlies could beat the Bulls in a seven game series, though, right? No, Grizzlies Bulls. No, no. The Bulls. Are, I think the Bulls. The Bulls would them. smoke them, but that's not gonna. I mean, that's a that's an entirely. It's a different conversation. Unrealistic finals um, that, that we could only have. Well, in the I just finals. in general. I mean, obviously, no, but, the Bulls would smoke uh, them. Probably. I still stand by my my kind of my point. Uh, a couple pods ago is that I think this is the year for a random dark horse, given injuries and COVID, because they're not gonna stop letting. They're not gonna stop stopping players from playing with COVID. Like, they're going to be like, oh, if you have COVID, you have to sit out. Now, that time frame has changed, but they're yeah. not going to stop having people sit out for that. Well, I think the playoffs will probably change some things. Also, I think the teams that make the playoffs and the teams that have important players on the on the yeah. teams in the playoffs, those players will probably take things a little bit more seriously. For not. sure. So, But, I mean, teams are like the Bulls, right? If you're without even, you know, it's not the end of the world to be without Caruso. But it's not great. Yeah. And yeah. now, do I think Kerr is going to get the run and not take things seriously? No. But you can lose a piece like that, and you're down very important pieces. Yeah, no. It, it could it could riddle the NBA playoffs full of, full of you know, health and safety protocols is the phrase that we keep hearing over and over again. But, um, I mean, yeah, you, you know, at this point you're starting to look right because at, at the start of the year, what were we talking about? Lakers, Nets, Lakers, Nets, Lakers, Nets. Now the Lakers mm-hmm. look like shit. The Warriors and Suns look like they've like like we you know we're talking poorly of them the whole time. Yeah, and then you know you got the Bucks and the Nets who are just right back at it. I mean the Nets the Nets were were finally going to see a full strength Nets team, maybe not full strength, but at least big three full strength Nets team on Wednesday when yeah. uh, Kyrie comes back against Indiana. But even without him, they're they were still first in the yeah. East. That's yeah. what's weird. It's like we're like the Nets look like shit, but they're the, first, the number one team. And yeah. all they have to do is kind of get along a little bit and like have Kyrie come back and just be an assassin from time to time. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, I think the series last year against the Bucks kind of showed their cards when it comes to who's going to take the last shot. It's always going to be KD. Even if Kyrie's on the floor, I think it's always going to be KD. Yeah, I think Kyrie knows that. Yeah, I mean, but the thing that kind of presents itself is that Kyrie might know that, but does Kyrie act on that well if you have a series against the bucks you only play in the away games and so i think kevin's in that instance way more likely to go okay in the away game sure go ahead take that shot i'm not gonna be mad because i james knows i'm taking the last shot at home yeah and if i have Kyrie to go on the road and just fuck shit up 
then I'm not as mad about it. Uh, like, you're losing potentially if you're the home team, right? You play at home. Is it two? Two, two, one, one, one? Yeah. So you have your two home games. You're Kevin Durant. You take the two last shots, let's just say. Yeah. And then you have your two on the road games. Kyrie takes them. Then you get one more. You know what I mean? So depending yeah, on how it stretches out, you have more games at least to be the man. I just don't think it's a... I don't think it's a reliable system enough to... And, you know, KD came out and said this the other day. Have you seen him? He's a master. Have you seen him play? He's a master. Mm-hmm. Talking about Kyrie, like, how is he going to fit and how is it all going to work, blah, blah, blah. Look, I agree. But in a playoff series, you need your second best player on the court when you're at home. Yeah. And, yes, I put I called him the second best player over Harden. Yeah, he is. I, I just don't... I don't understand how... I also think that like that's and you know at this point who knows you know especially when it comes to the terms of COVID and all that but five months from now is what we're talking about five almost six months for from sure now? I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume he's not gonna play and I think that's even harder to guard though I think as the as the other team so half the time you have to get game plan for how how we're gonna guard Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving because Kyrie and James Harden when they're the like quote the second best player let's say and they're more offensive minded score vastly differently. Yeah, but you know who it's not tough for? It's coaches like Bud. I hear you, but like it's coaches like Spo. It's coaches it's coaches and coaching staffs and teams that are gonna see these guys in the playoffs. Yeah. That they don't give a shit who's there. They're ready for you either no way. No way. That's like there's no way that can be true. Only because like we all agree, I don't think you could guard Kevin Durant, right? Nobody can. So you have to scheme for Kevin Durant and now Half of the games, you have to scheme for James Harden doing step-back threes in your face, and like you also can't guard, and then you also can't guard Kyrie Irving the other times. And the times that Kyrie's there, you've got a great passer in James Harden, mm-hmm. who I think has the most 10 assist games of any two-guard in history, something like that. I don't know. Um, but it was some crazy stat I saw. So like he can dish it like nobody's business, and he doesn't need to score to feel okay, because I just feel like James Harden's a dude. I don't feel like he does. he cares if he's going out there getting buckets, buckets. Yeah, I just, I don't, th- I'm just not ready to, well, but, but at the same time I say I'm not ready to sign off on the Nets winning a title, who the hell in the East is going to beat them? Is the Bucks, like, who has the best chance? Is it the Bucks? Uh, yeah, Bucks, it depends on, it depends on how really good the Bulls really Actually are. Actually are, yeah. Right? I mean, um, but the thing about the Bulls is nobody's doing a goddamn thing with Kevin Durant on that team. No, no one's doing a thing with Kevin Durant on any team. Yeah, but in the, in the Eastern Conference playoffs... I feel like... I don't think the Nets can guard the Bulls either. I'll tell you this. Two other teams in the East have guys that at least can physically keep up with him. And that's Giannis. I don't think Giannis can defend him on the perimeter, but I hear you. And then it's P.J. Tucker for the Heat. Ish. He did it in, yeah. the, he did it in the series last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they won. But, but yeah. No, I hear you. It's it, it's a rough one. Because what does, what does slowing down Kevin Durant look like? You know what I mean? It's right. like when Iggy gets MVP, but LeBron averages 35 or whatever. Yeah. What does slowing down KD look like? I don't know. I know, you know, what is kind of will be fun to watch mm. is watching that young Cavs team with playoff Rondo if they're in the playoffs. Yeah, but I don't think that playoff Rondo becomes playoff Rondo on a team like that. I, but you say that, but think about what he did. And now Mobley's not Anthony Davis of Pelicans years, but like you give Rondo a decent couple of seven-footers, like when they had Boogie and ADs. You're looking at, uh, uh, obviously, two lesser talents, but you've got Market and you've got Mobley. 
you, you know, I mean, you've got Jared, Jack, uh, Jared Allen. Yeah. Like, that's a good team. It Especially is. Especially if you, and then Rondo gets to go, you know what, I'll, I, he is the leader at that point in time as far as, like, mentality and on the court. He's the floor general. Yeah, the IQ, like I said in the in the pod, he's he's going to be a big-time leader and that's, for them. I think, what, that all three of those guys are seven feet? Well, the Cavs have fucking. I think three seven footers, but also that those young players, I don't think they're as good as Booker and Aiton. But you gave Booker and Aiton Chris Paul. And what do you have? You're in the NBA Finals. Now is is Rondo Chris Paul? No, but Chris Paul's better than regular season. Rondo's better in the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fair. I guess we could look at their. I I bet you I I bet you Rondo and Chris Paul are a little bit closer statistically than people would think. Uh, I don't think so. I'm just saying I was. Literally right a week ago. A <laughs> one time ago, I was right. one time. I'll take it. Um, yeah, look it up. I'll look I up. Mean, I'll look, look up Chris Paul. Up. You look up Rondo. I can do that. I just, you know, they. Uh, I don't think that uh, that those guys are going to be very close though, because Chris Paul's like, he's he's. I accidentally typed Chris Paul. Oh, nobody came up for that. Is this, is this his nephew? Is that right? so? We're going career stats yeah, totals. Hang on, let me get down here. Yeah, go ahead. Totals or, or uh, career averages? Career averages. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, fair enough. Rondo averages 9.8 points per game. That's probably the, the one that's going to really be the standout one. Which is what? I'm sorry. Say it again. 9.8 points a game. Yeah, that's uh, so low. It's uh, so low. Okay. Hang on. Let's see here. Chris Paul's career averages. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighteen point two per That's game. A big one now. Uh, yeah, let's talk assists. Mm-hmm. Assists. You're looking at eight mm. a game. Nine point four. That's you. Yeah, I mean, I might have to eat this one. One point six steals a game. Two point one. Damn. I might. Uh, fuck me on this one. What about turnovers? Uh, he averages uh, a two point seven. Two point four. Yeah. <laughs> he's the he's the point god for a reason, yeah. man. Four point six rebounds. 4.6 rebounds, career rebounds, 4.5. I'll take it. There it is. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. What about uh, uh, career uh, shooting uh, percentage? That's where you don't want to see. Uh, 45%. 47. That's not as far off, though. Yeah, but not Chris terrible. Paul's a 37, 37 three-point percentage. 32. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul's by far and away the better team player all time. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> That's fair. Hey, but you know who's got two rings? It's <laughs> true. Thanks to much better players at the at, at both seasons of the career, he he was in, he was integral in the eight, 2008 championship. He was the best player on the floor. And mm, that's a lie. Uh, but he's play, he's called playoff Rondo. Yeah. So I, that's what I do think is the difference there. He's I bet you we could look at their playoff numbers. I'd have to probably yeah, find scroll that down. Are you go on Basketball uh, Reference? Yeah. Uh, I'm on uh, ESPN. You always do this. Why don't you just go to Basketball Reference? Because <laughs> <laughs> ESPN's right there. It's so easy. Playoff series. Uh, so his play. So. Th- 23 playoff series. Oh, whoa. No way that's true. Oh, okay, that isn't true. Okay, holy crap. Uh, Okay, yeah. What is... Uh, Hang on one second. I'll tell oh, you right, right now. Well, I'm trying to find it on here. I'll tell you Chris Paul's career... Well, it's only showing me totals. Uh, But, uh, but career per game... Playoffs, right? In the playoffs, in 23 series, twenty, mm-hmm. which is 20... How's that right? 23 games. You only played 23 games? No, 23 series has got to be right. Yeah, 23 series. 129 games played in the postseason for, oh. for Chris Paul. Okay. 
20 point, 20.7 points per game. 12 and a half. Okay. 8.3 assists per game. 8.5. Okay, so he's got him there. Mm-hmm. Five rebounds per game. Uh, 5.6. Oh, wow. Okay. Steals, 1.7. Mm, I can't see that. I don't know where we're at anymore. Steals, it's right next to blocks and assists. Yeah, I'm on the... I don't know what you're looking at. Anyways. I'm just looking at Chris Paul's better overall player in the playoffs, though. Yeah, I think I'd take... uh, I think I'd probably take Rondo over Chris Paul. Last year and in 2017, he looked like he was really going to make it happen. And then an injury again and again and again in the postseason. I'll tell you this. So, Rondo has had two different seasons averaging more... uh, Three averaging 10 or more assists in the playoffs, though. Uh which is crazy to me. Dude's a monster. But, I mean, I hear you. Yeah. Um, they, they both play really well. One plays really well when it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, well, I will say this. Chris Paul played great last year. He did until he got hurt, yeah. Then, and, and then also, it know, wasn't even fully injury. Like, the, the Bucks kind of wrapped his ass up. Like, yeah, they weren't. He wasn't. They, they, they made him look bad. I'll be honest. But, that might be, and it sounds weird to say, but if, they, like, if the Suns go back to the finals, mm. what Eastern Conference team can't just handle Chris Paul? I don't think the Suns make the finals, but if they were to, because if they hit the Bucks, it's I think it's the same situation. Bucks do it again. Bucks do it again. They, he's not doing anything against the Nets. The difference, I think, which this is nothing statistic based, just kind of a theory here. I think Devin Booker standing on the court watching the Bucks celebrate last year when he says, "Okay, all right." I hear you, but is he that dude? I think he might be. He might be. Devin Booker might be. Like it. He's still young, dog. He's twenty three. 24? Something like that. He's young, man. And, and like, these guys, you know, they go through a loss like that. You start to see results. I just feel like all these players have been in the league forever. Forever. That's because they get drafted so fucking young. Um, but, no, you're right. I think the, the Heat would lose to the Suns. I think the— Devin Booker's 25. Wow. A little bit older than we think, but not— A little bit older, but also not ancient. old. Yeah. Not old. He's about to hit that prime. Here's the thing. I don't think Devin Booker's better than Ja right now. No, he's not. No, and Jaws fucking twelve. No, um, it's twenty-two. I mean, twenty-one. Yeah, something like that. Jaws is going to be an all-star, and also he's Jaws going to be an all-star starter. Yeah, no one's taking that from him. Nobody in the West. Maybe Donovan Mitchell. I think would be the only other name. Yeah, because Booker has Booker missed some games. Twenty-two. Jesus. Yeah, twenty-two. Booker's missed some games. Chris Paul's not going to get it. Uh, out West, like, that, who else? What other guard? You know, Steph, obviously. It's going to be Steph and Ja. There's yeah, it's no, going to be Steph and Ja. There's no question. There's no other configuration. There's not even, like, people were talking about, like, Dame the other day. And I was like, no. Nah. You, you only get them a really reputation. Yeah. And Ja missed a lot of games and still came back and is making his name known. It's crazy. It's different. The I mean, biggest thing is that he's winning the games for them. The yeah. game-winning layup against the Suns, crazy. The blowing out the Lakers. They didn't blow out the Lakers, but they they they... One, because of his incredible performance. Like, yep. these performances that this guy's putting on are shocking and impressive and something that you don't very often see from a 21-year-old. Like, this is where Luka's supposed to be, 22-year-old. He's shooting 40% from three. Who'd you rather have on your team right now, Luka or Ja? Ja. Yeah, for sure. Who'd you rather have on your team for the next 10 years? Ja. Mm, see, I disagree. Ja. I'd probably, go, I'd probably go Luka. I hear what you're saying. I think, Ja, I did have a question. I was hoping Kyle was going to be here for this one question is... What young player do you think has the best chance to get into the top five of scoring all time? Oh, Lord. 
right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody under 25 or 25 and under. Yeah, probably Luca. I, I just think probably Luca. With what this dude's doing right now, like Jaws, Jaws amazing. But we've said it, you're, we've said it time and time again. Jaw needs to stay healthy. Well, yeah. And he, the way he plays, you know, knock on wood. Of course, I never want anybody to get injured, but he's not going to be. He's not going to get there. But if you're shooting forty percent from three, I think eventually a coach goes, "Hey, you don't have to hit the fucking rack every time. Like we can do sets." Now that's a coaching thing, so we're going to have to find out if yeah, it can really happen. But I, you know, I don't know. It seems crazy. It would I would love to hear what he thinks. But I mean, he's only in what his third year, second year. This is Jaws third. This is Jaws third year. Yeah. And now he's he's averaging twenty four points this year. Twenty four point seven. Yeah, but like a league scoring just in general is up. So the idea of somebody scoring twenty four points per game, like probably down that by a couple, like three points per I'm game. Sure, but he's, that doesn't. But even if league scoring's up, at tw- if he's you know twenty two averaging twenty four, what's he going to average when he's twenty five? Yeah. He's, you need, then he's hitting his basketball prime of, okay, my body's what it's going to be. I am smarter as a player. Yeah. I don't That's, think it's unheard of for Jada to average thirty points a season in a season. Oh no, I don't think so either. So I, like he's got to get the, not like he's had bad three point shooting in the Lakers game when he scored forty three points. He had six three pointers. I mean his three yeah. point shooting has improved. But if he could become, I don't ever. I don't think he'll. I mean never say never. But I don't think he'll become a marksman in the way that like you know Trey and those guys are. But yeah, you got a guy who just has it. It. He has it in ways that. Yeah, like Booker doesn't have it. Is the question I, he though, might not have it. He I don't might know. not be the guy. I don't think he is. I think he's a great player, but I do think he's a, a more reserved. Like, so here's the thing: Did John Stockton and Carmelo have it? Either of them? I don't think so. Mm. But they complemented each other so well. Well, the, that's yeah. not to say that Booker and Aiton are going to be the new version of that. But I think that's the kind of realm those guys are in the Steve Nash kind of realm, where you're more quiet and reserved. Where Jaws a star. He right. comes off the page. Yeah. Same like Kyrie's a star. Mm-hmm. The way he plays basketball is the most entertaining thing to do. Like watch. Yeah, Jaws the same way. And I just feel like those other players, they don't they don't do that. I guess Anthony Edwards has that. Um Oh yeah. But Ant is gonna be one of those guys too. I don't know I don't if know, he's we'll gonna see. be like one of those lethal kind of oh, I can't say that, man. He's young. He we're what nearly halfway through his second year. Like this guy looks incredible. LaMelo looks incredible. Ooh, you wanna know a name that I'd throw in that conversation would be LaMelo Ball. To be top five in scoring? Fuck, that hurts to say, but honestly, I just kid looks crazy. A, I don't think that the Trey Youngs and Lamellas are going to get there because they're so three heavy. The way Steph's not there, even though he's going to hit more threes than anybody. Think about it, he hits. He's going to hit five thousand threes for his career. That's only fifteen thousand points. Now I say that like, oh, it's only fifteen thousand. Yeah, but, but I mean, I don't know where Steph ranks, but it's not. I don't think it's in the top thirty. All time scoring. Yeah, right now he has 19,349. Mm-hmm. So he's still got a ways to go. But if he finishes with 5,000 threes, he just hit his 3,000th the other day. Another 6,000 points? <laughs> You're talking about another 6,000 points right there. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing the, the thing that we're talking about here... Is it a guy that's, like, popping? A guy that's, like, scoring, scoring, scoring? Or is it a dude that just plays 20 years and just scores... You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's what LeBron's done. I mean, not shrug scores, but, like, he's averaged, what, 25 and 25.6 or something like that for his entire career, practically. But, you know, 
It's the fact that he's played 18, knock on wood, mostly injureless series seasons. Yeah. yeah. Like he's been healthy almost his entire career. We don't really see him in many of those. And that's the thing is that Jordan, excuse me, not Jordan, Ja, <laughs> I'm already making the comparisons, <laughs> that Ja, it, it, the way he plays, I, I don't want to see it, but I'm so nervous every time he takes off. Yeah. Because that dude wants to end careers on people. He's trying to yeah. dunk in ways that we don't often see. He's trying to Russell Westbrook every dunk in the way that Russell Westbrook has. For and sure. Russell Westbrook hasn't been that, hasn't had like a super injury-riddled career. Mm-mm. Enough, but... But Ja is frail, not frail, I'm not trying to insult him, but he's thin, he's a thin guy. Derrick Rose was not. Russell Westbrook was not. This guy has the same explosiveness as them mm-hmm. without the build to back that up in yeah. such a small package. Maybe he'll learn how to fall. <laughs> yeah, yes. But like his MCA, his MCL sprain was a non-contact injury. Yeah. So who knows what we're looking at long time for Ja. I, I, I love, I would love to have Ja on any roster in the league. I thought you were going to say the podcast. I go, me too. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Hey, yeah. Friend, no, of the, get, friend of the show, John Morant. Play, uh, play, what did he say? Um, <laughs> it's just six clips of him talking. He's like, just, can he guess will, himself? Well, that's me. Yeah, he has a super deep voice. Uh, we just high pitch it up like it's fucking... To sound paint. normal. <laughs> um, okay, let me get you a couple more would you rathers before we get out of here right. on this uh, kind of shorter overtime. Yeah, um, Would you... Well, we also kind of asked a couple of these, but... A bit, yeah. But uh, drafting day one, starting today, mm-hmm. you are the... You're the, m- the mayor. <laughs> You're the magic. You're the, the magic. magic. I like it. I like it. You're drafting day one. Mm-hmm. Some pl- here's some names that are on the board. Okay. Luca. Mm-hmm. Ja. Mm-hmm. Trey. Yeah. Mm, let's throw in DeAndre Ayton, and let's throw in um, Lamelo Ball. We take it number one overall. You're number the magic. All, number one overall. I can have any of these players. It's Jaw. Yeah. And I, I, I wow. don't think it's close. Wow. Um, the other players are great in their star parts. His his upside is so high. Luca, though. I hear what you're saying. What's he doing? You're sounding like the Kings. What's he doing right now? Well, last night he had a good game. I think I don't. He has not. I didn't he, see the box. He is having a down year. That's not to say he's gonna have a down career. For sure, he's but, not gonna have a down career. You know. Fupa Donchins. I'm not, I don't have time for it. You know what Fupi I mean? Donk. You know who's not gonna who's gonna give me everything every day? Ja. Yes, that's true. So Trey though. Trey will. I just but don't think Trey's not doing what Ja's doing. Overall, like overall impact on the game, no. Same but thing. I don't think either of any of them have the overall impact on the game that Ja does. Well, I'm Trey the how quickly we forget. Well, Trey doesn't play any defense. Whatsoever, and Jaws like good, but he's not like a defender exactly. But I'll take good because you know who else doesn't play defense? Fupa Donchins. You know who else doesn't play defense? Lamelo. Like a mm-hmm. lot of those who don't play defense. Now we also but know Lamello's we're not taking DeAndre. Okay, and he's huge, and he's a that's great. Player. That's yeah. wonderful. And I and I hear you. You're right. And he's he's great, and he's wonderful. And I just think. He at this point in his career, I think, is semi taking the NBA for granted. Lamelo Ball? No, um, Luca. Oh, because I think he was a professional for so long in shitty leagues. Yeah, so young. Yeah. And now you're in the NBA. You're like I made it. I'm done. I was. I wanted to get out of there. I wanted to be here. I don't know if he really wants to be a mate, like a top tier, top five all time kind of guy. Yeah. 
Because I don't, I just don't know how much that translates. Because you think none of the foreign guys do. Like no, at least they don't come off that way. Like I'm, I, I want to be the best at this shit ever. Yeah, it's always American kids. They're like, I, I grew up with this league. This is our league, my league. I want to run this. Okay, would you rather have starting your team right now? Would you rather have Anthony Davis? No, sorry, Anthony Edwards. I keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards or Cade Cunningham. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I agree. He's that was he, a stupid he's question. Got it. That's in that stupid one. Though, <laughs> you might as well have asked me. Like, would you rather have no one or <laughs> Anthony? Would Edwards? you rather? Have, well, Cade's going to be good, I do think. But would you rather take? Uh, let's see. Would you rather take Cade and DeAndre Ayton? Ooh. Or Luca. Oh, Cade and DeAndre Ayton. Hmm. Cade and DeAndre Ayton or Ja, who you're saying is leagues ahead of these other guys. I think I have to go with Cade and DeAndre because you're getting two, you know what I mean? Two versus one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think you're, uh, and DeAndre's, I think DeAndre's going to be great. And so, I have, and you lean, because I don't care if you're 6'7 versus 6'3, but I do care if you're 7 feet. I think 7 feet rounds out your shit a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's Makes fair. up for a lot of deficiencies anywhere. So, and I think DeAndre Eaton's underrated. I also think Bam's underrated too. I think Bam and DeAndre are gonna like have that battle of like who's gonna be the center going forward. But like I think that's probably about four years away. Yeah. I think in four years they're the two best big men in base in basketball. Bam and Aiden? Mm-hmm. Mm, what about Anthony David? Five years you said? Uh and four. Like after four years, they're going to be the unquestioned two best big men in basketball. Where are you putting Embiid in there? Uh, he's twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven right he's now. Twenty-seven right now. Yeah, he's he'll be below them. About him and Jokic, three and four. About pick, like somebody pick like how you want to go. What about John Collins, Triple J? No, they're not. They're not in that class. I just you know what I mean. I think there's there's levels to this, and they're just one level below them. What about Mobley? It's too early. It'll be too early for him. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. He's good. He's fucking good. He's good. Is he? I don't. I still don't know if he's seven fucking feet. I don't think so. So, like, you're out of the conversation then. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, right. Uh, a little bit of a quicker overtime today. Oh no, he is seven feet. He is. <sighs> Yo, he's moving like that, and he's seven feet tall. Yeah. He. All right. Moe might be an animal. He might be like a. Like he, might, an he, might be, he might. He might be four. That guy might be crazy. All right. Okay. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Justin, you got anything for the people? Um, yeah. Evan Mobley's seven fucking feet. Yeah, he's going to be. She's, she's, she's a power forward. Oh, man. Uh, be sure you, uh, you know, subscribe, send to a friend, rate five stars. We do appreciate you listening to us. Um, next week, we will be back with uh, another episode, as always, on Monday. What is it going to be? The, the, the 10th? Jeez, Louise. The, it's already flying by. So uh, thank you so much for listening to Yay Basketball Overtime. It's already 2023. It's fine. It's already 2023. Yeah. No problem. Uh, Thanks again, folks. We'll see you next week. Don't forget, Yay Basketball.